0: Have you ever looked around your business and thought to yourself, is this it? Are you making money, but yet you want more? Or maybe you have ideas in your head, but you're just not sure how to develop them into a revenue stream. Welcome to the Caged Vision Podcast with Carrie Roan and Lisa Beck, where we help you unlock your business potential and scale your business beyond trading time for money. Each week, You'll hear ideas, interviews, and case studies of others who, like you, are subject matter experts and want more from their business. Let's do this. Hey, everyone. Welcome to another really special episode of the Caged Vision podcast here with Lisa Beck. Yes. And we're on a special location. Lisa, tell them where we are.
1: We are in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania at Podcast Movement 2018. We are recording our podcast from Podcast Movement. It's really kind of fun. People are walking around us and it's kind of cool.
0: Yeah, yeah. So we're in this podcast world and you're probably thinking, okay, I know that you have a podcast. (laughs) Got it. Clear on that. In fact, if you're listening, thank you. That means you probably like it. But here's the thing. Why would we come to a podcast conference?
1: To learn. Ooh. Ooh. Yes.
0: Thank you, Lisa Beck, for leading lead us into this week's episode, which is a reason to learn.
1: The secret reason why business leaders can never stop learning. You never know enough.
0: Can I tell a story here real quick? So when I was in high school, one of the projects that I had senior year was to go and interview a business person, because I expressed interest in business, that I wanted to be like. So sort of mentor, right? And ask them about learning. And I thought once I was done with school, I didn't have to learn anymore.
1: I think that's what most people think, unfortunately.
0: Yeah. And Mr. Tallis McKnight said, no, I'm sorry to tell you that's when you start. But here's the hard part. Hard part is that you don't have a schedule or a guide or a curriculum. You have to come up with it yourself. And that's when people get lazy,
1: Oh my gosh, yes. I read the statistic that said 26% of Americans haven't even read a book in the past 12 months.
0: Okay, so if you're listening and you've read a book, you are ahead of 26% of the population because they're not even listening. And if they're not reading, they're not listening to a podcast, most certainly, which means they're probably not investing in themselves and they're not learning beyond what they already know. What a sad state. Oh, I
1: think it's pathetic. I think on one of our, I think it was one of our Friday fun facts that we did before. One of your statistics was that most people don't read three books between the time they graduate from college and the rest of their life.
0: How sad is that?
1: How sad is that?
0: And you're talking to someone who struggles with reading comprehension, which likely means when I read a book, I get like a third of it.
1: Yeah, but you've changed that. So you need to tell that story. The whole story? Well, no, we don't have time for the whole story, but you know, snippets.
0: Okay, the snippets of the story. So going back as early as I can remember, I was in a very, very special group in school and started about fourth grade. And that special group met in the back of the classroom. And that special group was for those people who couldn't read well. Hmm. I'm so sorry. Yeah. You know me. I didn't really care. Right. I wasn't embarrassed. I kind of didn't want to be part of the group. But I was like, ah, whatever. It is what it is. And it turns out some people just needed some eyesight stuff. Some people needed some help with pronunciation. Mine was reading comprehension, which meant... When I read, I don't really take away everything. So I would just have to read like three different times. Fast forward studying for the CPA exam, imagine all the stuff that you had to read. I just had to like spend a lot of time doing it. Somewhere along the great recession, I almost said depression. Well, felt like a for depression. For some people, it felt like a depression. Anywho, along that, I'm like, things are tough. And someone somewhere said, you got to start investing in yourself. And what that goes all the way back to was the message from Mr. Tullis, who was saying, you haven't created the academic program for learning for yourself yet. You stopped. And so I decided, all right, I'm going to start investing in myself. And when I did, I started reading books. Well, when you're not so good at reading comprehension, reading books isn't such a great strategy. And then someone told me about Audible. Now, you want to laugh?
1: Oh, I always want to laugh.
0: When Someone told me about Audible and I found out, well, it's a monthly subscription. The one I signed up for was $24.99. I mean, that's a pretty big investment for these books.
1: Are you kidding?
0: But that was the value I was placing on it.
1: You place that little bit of value on learning and knowledge that you wouldn't even work over
0: $24.95? Because I didn't yet know that I was an auditory learner. So I was like, well, I would just get the book. And I started listening to books. I was like, oh my gosh. I was an auditory learner all along, and hence my love for podcasts. So that's my story. That's your
1: story. So let's come back to why back. this is important. always brings me back to what's important. important. But yes. here's the
0: thing. The reason we're here is because when I studied for the CPA exam, I took one review course, and I got so far. And then I realized, you know what? I need a different perspective. I took a different review course after like five times, I think. And then I passed. Boom, boom, boom. Started knocking down the dominoes. And the reason is I needed a different perspective. So here's the point. The reason as a business leader, you have to find different ways to learn and create your own path is because you probably already know your expertise and you need to go outside to learn a little bit more. Wouldn't you say?
1: Oh, definitely. So the more that you know about a single topic, The more you need outside learning, if for no other reason, to provide perspective. Oh, yes. And we've talked about the curse of knowledge Mm -hmm. before. Yes. And there's a book by... Oh, I hope I don't get this wrong. We Lever, it's called The Art of Explanation. And I recommend that whatever you do from the rest of this podcast, everybody needs to read The Art of Explanation because one of the opportunities we have as leaders is when we are experts in a certain subject, we make it way more complicated. We have to simplify. Uh, And that's what learning outside of your area of expertise gives you that perspective so that you can simplify what you know.
0: Okay. You are 6,000% correct?
1: Yes, and is what you're about to say. Yes, and.
0: But I think there's a step before that. Okay. So when you start to create this learning environment and you get all these different perspectives, which to land the plane, that's why we're here at Podcast Movement. Yes, it's
1: different perspectives. It's a
0: different perspective, right? When you start to get these different perspectives and you're anchored in on your expertise, you get all these dots of knowledge floating around. Yes. And then brilliance comes because you start to connect dots into something that's a new solution, a new opportunity. And that is when your brain goes crazy. That's where brilliance is. But what happens there is you forget how long you've been working. And how hard you've been going towards connecting these dots. You forget how many dots are really in the atmosphere of knowledge that you've now built. And so when they connect, then you're super fired to go tell your team you're fired up, right? And then you have the curse of knowledge. So I think there's something a little bit before that, but the curse of knowledge, Lisa talks about all the time.
1: Yes. And so if you commit as a business leader to diversify your learning, your expertise, and you get this new perspective, and then you connect the dots, and you take in account the curse of knowledge, how do you then relay that information to your Mm. team? Because I think that your team doesn't really understand your perspective as a leader, because a lot of times they're so caught up in their day-to-day task, and they have their own things that they like to do, and they like to learn about, and they're not really contemplating what you're doing and thinking about. So how do we break that information and present it to a team?
0: I really feel like you're teeing a complete softball up for me. I'm trying to. Well, here's the thing. This is something we talk about, we talk about, we talk about. When you have ideas for revenue, when you have ideas for growth, and you've connected all these dots, and now you have the curse of knowledge, the hard part is simplifying it down to and distilling it down to one main thing that your team can rally around. And then once you do that, then you have to expand it out into everything that needs to be done. And as you map all of that out, it gets complex. The important thing to do is not to start with the complexity, to distill it down to the one single thing, call it the one domino. What's the one domino that if you knock down, it's just going to keep knocking down other things more and more and more. And for listeners, we have our Addicts system that we've developed and we have access to a free
1: online study course, online
0: study course to show you how to do this because revenue is good, but a clear path to revenue is so much better. Trust me.
1: Yes. And the thing is, most business leaders see it in their head. We talk to people every day who are frustrated, but they say to us, I've told my team, I see where we need to go in my head. I see the path. I see what we need to do. My team doesn't get it. We're not getting where we need to go. That's what addicts from my perspective does, right? It keeps the main thing, the main thing. What is the one thing? And you simplify that and then you go from there.
0: Yeah. Think back. If you're a business owner, you're a business leader. Think back to when you were an employee. Okay. You come in every single day and you have a day job. Your job often is to maintain the business. And so imagine yourself now coming completely out of maintaining the business, doing your day job, and then have somebody thrust on you this brand new idea that you've been working on forever.
1: They don't understand that, though.
0: And I think that that's something that as a leader,
1: we really have to talk to our team about. Leaders are looking 12, 18, 24 months in advance. Yes. And your team is working on, oh my gosh, how am I going to make this quarterly goal and get my daily tasks They're task working on completed. 12,
0: 18, 24 days, days in advance. Yes. So that's the thing. You've got to bring it down. You've got to get it to where a single, simple domino message that your team can rally around. Now, you said earlier, the two tips, you said commit and you said diversify. diversify. So let's go into commit a little bit. What did you mean by commit?
1: Commit to a plan to learn. You are really the one that sort of brought this to, I mean, I read and I listen to podcasts, but I think actually committing to yourself that you're going to learn about certain subjects or you're going to read certain books or listen to books in your case, but commit to expanding your education yes. as a leader.
0: Yes. And if you've listened to more than one podcast podcast, you've started to commit. That's the example because you're drawn to this because you have a desire to create something more. And so you're thinking like, what can I do to educate myself to learn? And it's all about committing. And funny enough, that $24.99 Audible monthly, committing to that, it's been, I don't know, seven years in a row now or whatever. That was a commitment for me. That was the first commitment. As small as it was, as silly as it was, But the thing is, I would go and I would buy a leadership book and then I would pick it up and put it down and pick it up and put it down. The reason Audible was more of a commitment is because when I signed up, I got two books a month and I felt like if I didn't go through two books, I was wasting that. If I was on a book schedule that mailed me two books per month,
1: you would just let them stack up on your nightstand. right? But
0: if you're a reader, that's the kind of commitment Buy into something, invest in yourself. It's the best investment you will ever make. And you know what? If you don't invest in yourself, no one else will.
1: Wow. I think I've heard that a few times before. I think
0: I've told my oldest daughter that one. And I'll tell them all that, just the oldest, because she's turning 14. And it's so true. I had to have somebody tell me at age, I don't know what it was, 36, 34. I don't know what it was. But what are you doing to invest in yourself?
1: I think yes and. Once you've committed to that, I also think it's important because I see some people will only read leadership books. Or yes. I'm only going to read management books. And I think that it's of critical importance to also diversify.
0: Oh, absolutely. That's the second main point in this, which is why we're at podcast movement, which is why we grab from different sources of information because you got to diversify. You can't have the same message over and over again.
1: You have to have different perspectives. And I'm even going to take it a step further and say that you have to diversify in not only how you intake information, but the type of information that you intake. You know, the saying, all work and no play, make jack a dull boy. You've got to have an interest. And there are times that I've learned because I've listened to a podcast or read a book on a different subject outside the realm of business or marketing, And they'll say something or give an example or tell a story that I'll have a light bulb moment and connect dots to something else. So expand your mind means expanding
0: your world. Well, you know, that book I reference over and over and over again, which is the, oh my gosh, I'm drawing a blank on it now, but the one, uh, the the habit, the power power of of habit. habit. Thank you. Power of habit. That's not on any agenda. That's just how we learn. And it sort of just looped me into other things that it's a great learning experience. I'm
1: going to give a positive statistic on the learning experience. There was a Yale study. Yes. I think I read it in Inc. magazine. But there was a Yale study where they researched people over the age of 50 that said, People that read on average 30 minutes a day or intake new information live on average two years, two years, 24 months longer than other people because. As you're taking in new information, it forms different cognitive links in your brain. Again, going back to your connecting the dots, you bring in that information and it goes across your brain synapses. Anyway, I found that fascinating. So Not
0: only are we helping you educate yourself, (laughs) we're saving your life today on the Caged Vision podcast. I mean, did you think we're going to save lives today?
1: I did not actually think we were going to save lives, but look, we did.
0: All right. We have some takeaways, don't we?
1: We do have some takeaways and the takeaways. By the way,
0: we are going to have a download of our favorite learning plans. This is stuff that we've created ourselves. We're going to have that available for you. So you just go to cagedvision.com. And in the show notes, we are going to have a download where you can access, we're going to call it a learning plan. Okay. But it's really just the stuff that we do.
1: It's just the stuff we do.
0: Yeah. But that's the start. Of, it's our learning plan, right? I can
1: commit to that. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. So our takeaways, our three takeaways are connect and commit to a learning plan. Yes. Diversify that learning plan. So it's not just all one area. Yes. And what's our third one? Because I don't want to take them all.
0: No, I don't know what our third one is. I thought it was keep it simple for your team.
1: Oh, that's the third one. Commit, diversify, keep it simple and then for your keep team. Keep
0: it simple for your team. Your team. Yeah. So I recommend this. If you're listening to this podcast and you've decided, you know what, something registered that Carrie and Lisa were talking about, whether it's a learning plan or whether it's committing to listening to this podcast and sharing this podcast with other friends or Maybe it's you already know where you want to go. And really, that's the business leaders that we love to work with. They already know where they want to go. Their struggle is they can't create that clear path to revenue for their team. And now they know that I need my team. I need them bought in. And they need to see where we're going in order for this to be successful. So please, please, please sign up for the Addicts online. Sign up for that. You'll get... A free course. It's going to walk you through exactly how to do it, and they get a free download yes, to use of it. the
1: template. Yes. yes,
0: and I cannot go by and let this podcast in without mentioning our workshop.
1: Oh, I'm so excited!
0: I put a brackets around the s workshop.
1: Well, the first one's coming up September the 12th. Yes. So if you're interested in learning how to do Addicts with Carrie and I together, which as you can tell from our podcast would be quite fun. I think
0: we're going to have a load of fun.
1: Then go to Addicts on our website.
0: Yeah. So we have three very convenient buttons. The first one is self-study, which means-
1: Download the free course.
0: And study yourself.
1: Yes. Yes, Self-explanatory.
0: Self-explanatory. The second is show me how. And that's the workshop that Lisa's referencing. And somehow, for some reason, Lisa talked me into, what if we did a workshop where we show people how to do what we do? Because business leaders may want to come themselves and then teach their team.
1: Yes. Or
0: they might want to send members of their team. But we only have 10 spots and we only have eight left, right?
1: Correct. We have two people already committed. Yes. So.
0: And then the last one we have is that they say, you know what, maybe that's not for me. We have this. Why don't you just come do it for me? It just seems like you guys are really good at this, which we are. And
1: well, that was a shameless plug.
0: Have you ever been through one where somebody was like, this was a waste of time (laughs) that they didn't say, oh my gosh?
1: No, everybody, we have a great time. Yeah, we have a great, great,
0: great great time. So, If you want continued reinforcement and encouragement and confidence and creating a clear path to revenue, keep listening to the Caged Vision podcast. We'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to the Caged Vision podcast. And don't forget to come back next week to hear more ideas, interviews, and case studies of others who just like you are subject matter experts and want more from their business.